Welcome to Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail, and thank you for joining me today in honor of Black History Month, keeping with the theme of this month. And with Women's Month coming right around the corner, I wanted to hear what it means to be a Black woman from other women's point of view. So stay tuned for that. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I want to share what being a black woman means to me. The following is a journal entry of mine that I made earlier this month, so bear with me. Dear Abigail Jalali, being a black woman means navigating the world with a unique blend of strength, resilience, and grace. It's embracing the rich history, culture, and carrying the legacy of strong trailblazing women who have shaped the narrative of our existence. As a black woman, my identity is a tapestry woven with threads of diversity highlighting the beauty of my skin, the texture of my hair, and the depth of my experiences. Being a Black woman involves being constantly confronting and dismantling stereotypes, defying expectations, and rewriting the narrative the society tries to impose on Black women. It's about losing and finding my voice in a world that seeks to silence it. It's about expressing my individuality while feeling deep connection with a larger community of Black women a sisterhood that cannot be broken. Being a Black woman is a celebration of resilience, an affirmation of beauty in all its forms, and a commitment to breaking down barriers for future Black women. It means embracing the complexities of my identity, recognizing the power instilled in me, and striving for a world where every Black woman can flourish. I love being a Black woman. I wouldn't change it for the world despite its great challenges. Being a black woman comes with its treasures, and for that I celebrate myself and other black women every chance that I get. That's the end of my journal entry. Um, it's it's interesting rereading it because I haven't, I I did not, I haven't read this for like two weeks. <laughs> um, I was definitely in my feels when I wrote this, but I also I agree with every single statement that I made. Um, yeah, being being a black woman is honestly one of my favorite experiences some days it is very exhausting some days it it absolutely sucks but overall I I genuinely would not change it I would not change being a black woman I I love it I really do so I hope you guys enjoy this episode um it was it was definitely fun to make it was definitely fun to hear what other women had to say um and for those of you who are black women, I want to hear like what you what your experience as a black woman is. And for those of you who are not black women, I want you to take time to appreciate the black women in your life. Hey guys, I'm here with Zamara and Natalie, and we're actually currently taking my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> so random but i thought that should be added um so natalie and zamara are going to talk about their experience on being a black woman what's 
what's what you guys experience of being a black woman i personally love it i love it you love it you love it why do you love it i love it because there's such a sense of community mm. especially with my friends and people that i meet even that i don't know for mm-hmm. a black woman there's already a sense of connection that you have just in the interests and you can talk about your hair all those type of things that you it's just like an automatic connection you have real what about you natalie um i think my experience is a little bit unique because i'm not like perceivably black so like it's always usually people think i'm like hispanic or indian or something like that and then they figure out eventually i'm black so my experience with like especially from a small like white town in ohio is like when people figured out i'm black and these are like little white boys it would become like a oh like this is free real estate for entertainment so like oh can you say the n-word can you this can you that type deal so i think being in the black community i love like actually spending time with my aunties and my uncles and like some of my favorite memories are just like with my cousin we would like watch whatever show was coming out and we would freshen up her um locks like i love the community itself but the way i'm perceived by like outside of the community can be interesting to say the least Mm. if there's one part of the black experience you guys would change as like a black woman at least what would you change um i think i would just change like people have a lot of um misconceptions i would say just especially when it comes to like things like our hair mm-hmm. that are just like very different from white people like or not even just white people but people who are not black mm-hmm. you know there's just a lot of misconceptions and they don't really understand they only try to understand so i would say that my turn yep <laughs> um i would say like getting getting attacked by someone like outside of your community is bad enough but what makes me particularly sad is like when within the community there's attacks on each other so like who's really black who's really this or that or keeping each other down Mm. like i know um i've known people who like black friend groups who discourage each other from studying hard from doing this or that so for me it's like we already have enough people from the outside coming for us we ourselves need to like support each other that's real that's so real um what's your favorite aspect of being a black woman my favorite hmm. i love my skin mm. i love the color of my skin it's real What about you, Natalie? Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's the way that that it's shaped who my family is. Mm. Like, I see the strength in my family that's come from being Black. And not just inherently like, oh, we have melanin, so we have this skin tone, or da 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 but more like this is our culture, this is the things that we've experienced. So like the people that I know and love, being black has played a role in making them who they are. 
nice anyways that's it with samara and natalie on to the next Okay, guys, I'm here with who am I here with? Danielle and Madeline. Alrighty, and basically, I'm just gonna ask you guys questions about being a black woman and your experience. So just be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, like, what's your experience like being a black woman? Um, for me, I've never felt very different from anyone else, just because I grew up only in like black communities. And so coming to this school where I'm at, this university, um, it's the first time I'm not in an only black environment. But then again, like because I, I kind of act um, in like the community I grew up in, and I kind of attract the people who grew up in a similar community. So my friends are predominantly black, and I feel like that all like doesn't really affect me like it doesn't mean that i get treated differently because i'm a black woman Mm. if you understand that yeah um for me i'd say growing up i did grow up in a predominantly white school um so coming here it wasn't that like big of a difference i did like i guess for my school it was more so like the black people like stuck together stuck together Mm. so know like just like she said i came here and i just like i guess that just what is what happened again um but i did go to a haitian church growing up and they did think i was very white (laughs) (laughs) yeah um that started to like i guess go away as time went on as i got older as i started actually having black friends yeah What's your favorite part about being a black woman? Because for me, I'd say my top two are like the sisterhood between black women mm-hmm. and then hair. Like, there's yes, something about hair. hair? Like, I eat. <laughs> it's just the fact that I can have like almost every hairstyle. Yeah. Like, I can do anything with my hair. And my hair was long. But We're getting back there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like hair. Hair is definitely it. What about you, Madeline? Yeah, the hair. Okay, the hair is good, but the hair, the hair comes like you have to get an appreciation for it. Yeah. So I feel like mm-hmm. something that's very common is for like black women, like when you grow up, you don't love your hair. Yeah. Because you don't one either you don't know how to take care of it, you don't know what to do to make it look good, Ooh. or just like society, like TV, everything, it kind of shows you like. That's not what is shown, especially when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. I never saw like someone on TV like with curly hair yeah. or like just na- their natural hair out or even like braids and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. always like a little relaxed hair, so mm-hmm. press something like Straight that. Hair. It, it, there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's cute, mm-hmm. but like it, for us, like it's not sustainable unless you want to get relaxed, you mm-hmm. know, relaxed hair. Yeah. So I just never had an appreciation for it until like starting with high school. I feel like for me, my appreciation for my hair started in fourth grade where I cut it all the way down because I looked like a guy. <laughs> it was bad, guys. Was a, like, like, I was fully confident in cutting it. And then the day that we cut it, I went to we went to a baby shower. Walking in, everyone stared at me, and I just started crying. It was so bad. But I learned to love my natural hair over again and, like, 
Now I love it, but to an extent, because there's moments in like high school where I did wear my hair in a fro to school, and I'd be called things like mushroom head. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not funny. It's not. I, I I deal with it by laughing. But like in the moment, like it hurts. It hurts. But over time, like I've learned to love my natural hair. Last question is, who's your favorite black woman celebrity and why? Like who's like who do you look up to? And don't go with the generic Michelle Obama. Like, no, yeah. I'm going to be Beyonce. Yeah, I, was gonna, I was trying to choose between Beyonce and Rihanna. Like, it's definitely Beyonce. I'm sorry. It's like the face card on both Rihanna and Beyonce. Yes. And then their confidence. Oh, my gosh. Like, and they're just so they're like, successful. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like, that's how I strive to be. Like, I strive to be successful. Yes. Like, their bougie lifestyle. I love. <laughs> you love? Love seeing bougie black women. That's my favorite <laughs> thing. Black women. And I like it when they kind of, like, keep their cold. Culture. Yeah. Like I like I can't do it like, you know, if you're popular or whatever and you're successful, but then you don't really act like how you grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it just I just I love how they're so successful, but yet they're so authentic. Rihanna, you still hear that accent yeah. come out. Yeah. And Beyonce's always been yeah, like, Beyonce's just yeah. Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. In keeping with the theme of black women, the shout out of this week is Miss Victoria Monet. So to introduce her, I'm going to read her Spotify bio. Multi-hyphenate superstar Victoria Monet has been stealthily and steadily trailblazing her own gilded path into music for over a decade. Monet began her career as a performing artist who expanded her repertoire into producer and songwriter by collaborating on several chart-topping projects alongside acclaimed artists such as Ariana Grande, Fifth Harmony, Chloe X. Halley, Blackpink, Brandy, Selena Gomez, and way more. Her 2020 critically acclaimed solo project Jaguar cemented her as a superstar in her own right, as with the project landing her number one spot on iTunes R&B charts in 66 countries and number one on Billboard Heart Heat Seekers charts. She also garnered praise from NPR, Pitchfork, Billboard, MTV, The Fader, and many more. 2021 and 2022 saw Monet make her festival debuts in a major way with her latest performance, which was a Made in America performance, earning her a review that called her a legend in the making. This year, she has, um, this year meaning 2023, so this has not been updated yet, guys, but this year has seen her collaborate with the likes of Bryson Tiller, uh, Lucky Day, Buju Banton, all of which set the stage for her highly anticipated debut album, Jaguar 2, executive produced by herself and longtime collaborator, D-Mile. With her first solo headlining tour selling out in minutes ahead of her album release, it's clear that Monet is having the most exciting year of her career, and she's ready to solidify herself as a household name. So clearly this was not updated since 2023. It is 2024, and if you are aware of pop culture you know that miss ma'am won a grammy um and her debut album jaguar 2 received a lot of love rightfully so um songs like on my mama and smoke honestly smoke is underrated i'm sorry smoke is such a great song underrated you guys should go listen to that um yeah she she had a great year last year but started off 
a great way this year, winning a Grammy and being in the industry for 15 years as a black woman, underlooked and, and not as appreciated as she should be. Um, she's she's done a lot behind the scenes and now it's it's her time to really be front stage and center. And I searched her age when I was making this, like when I came up with the idea of having her as shout out of the week. And to my surprise, she is 34. And so it goes to show that sometimes your journey does take longer, a different route, but it, I think it sometimes makes that win a little more sweeter because you worked for it. Like she, she busted her butt for this one. Um, so you guys should listen to Miss Victoria Monet, check out her socials. All of that is left in the description box. That's a wrap on Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail, and stay tuned for more conversations with me.